Wendy's two for six dollars lets you mix and match some of our best items, like <gasps> Dave single with a ten piece crispy nugs, medium strawberry lemonade with a spicy chicken sandwich, spicy chicken with a Dave single, Dave single with a strawberry lemonade, strawberry lemonade, strawberry lemonade. If you're into that, chicken Sam crispy nugs, crispy nugs, strawberry lemonade, Dave's, Dave's nugs, nugs, Sam, Sam. Whew. Pick what you want at a price you want. <clears throat> Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's two for six. For a limited time, price of participation may vary at U.S. Wendy's on the card only. Single item at regular price. This is the Rogie Report News on the Fringe FM. I'm Jess Rogie. Astrophysicists say it's likely we can travel through wormholes. What's a wormhole? It's a theoretical bridge that connects distant points in space-time. Astrophysicist Dr. Andrea Font argues that it seems likely humans may be able to travel through them, traveling faster than light and even through time. The Bermuda Triangle is an area also known as the Devil's Triangle in the North Atlantic Ocean, where a number of craft and ships are said to disappear under mysterious circumstances.
Recently, the Coast Guard ended the search for a missing boat in the Bermuda Triangle. 20 people were reported to be on a vessel when it disappeared. The group left Bimini early last week and should have arrived on the same day. The vessel disappeared somewhere between the Bahamas and South Florida. There is evidence that suggests the Bermuda Triangle is a place where a magnetic compass sometimes points to true north as opposed to magnetic north. The National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration website states the U.S. Navy and U.S. Coast Guard contend that there are no supernatural explanations for disasters at sea. Ghosts not only haunt regular folks, but they also haunt celebrity homes. Pop singer Liam Payne recently sold his ghost-filled mansion for $10.16 million. When purchasing the home located in the Santa Monica Mountains, his mother was approached by a stranger and was told there was a ghost in the house and he's called Alan. Payne said he had not seen the ghost, but experienced lights turning on at 3 o'clock in the morning and sounds of tapping. Payne and his girlfriend and slept downstairs during their time in the home to avoid the ghosts. Lizzie Borden gave her mother 40 wax, and when she realized what she had done, she gave her father 41. The infamous Lizzie Borden house is for sale, and you can get this home for less than 40 wax. The home, which was once a horrific crime scene, can be yours for the low, low price of $2 million. The current owner is retiring and ready to sell the house, which has been used as a bed and breakfast slash museum. So if you're in the market for a creepy house, this may be it. Want some more paranormal stuff for your Sims game? The first new Sims pack of 2021 is the Paranormal Stuff Pack. Your Sim can stay in a haunted house, conduct a seance, and even start a career as a paranormal investigator. The new pack will be released January 26th, and you can start ghost hunting with your Sims. This has been the Rogie Report News on the Fringe FM. I'm Jess Rogie. I'm Dave Cruz of Beyond the Strange. You're listening to KTLK Digital Broadcasting. This is The Fringe FM. Broadcasting live from sunny Southern California, this is the Rogie Report, where we talk about the topics that interest you, from UFOs to UAPs, conspiracies, current events, and the paranormal. We cover it all here on the Rogie Report. 
I'm your host, Jess Rogie, and you're listening to KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. Today is January 20th, 2021, and I want to thank everyone for joining me tonight, especially everybody in the Discord chat. This is my premiere episode on The Fringe FM, and I'm so excited to be here. And I wanted to do a quick shout out to Dave Coos, who is helping me run the audio for the show tonight. Thank you so much, Dave. So before we get started, I just want to remind you guys to follow me on social media. I'm on Twitter at The Rogie Report and on Instagram at The Rogie Report, too. (laughs) And if you want to support the show for just as little as $3 a month, you can head over to Patreon and just search The Rogie Report. So also, I just want to mention tomorrow night, if you want to catch me, I'll be at YouTube at 530 Pacific with UFO Jane, and we're going to be talking about District 9 on the Weird Hollywood podcast. Awesome. So do I have a show in store for you guys tonight? So every single day, I become more and more convinced we're living in this strange reality where there's so much more going on than meets the eye. From the paranormal to the weirdness and the synchronicities, the world we live in is just so truly fascinating. And tonight, tonight joining me is my good friend, Navier Alora. Navier is a natural-born clairvoyant medium and a lifelong experiencer of the weird. She hails from a dual lineage of spiritualist mediums and sensitives. Navier is a graduate of the Blue Otter School of Energetic Herbalism and is a Reiki master teacher since 1999. She's a pagan priestess with over 25 years in the craft. She offers magical mentorship through her witch school, a lunar and solar magical system, observing the witch's wheel of the year, as well as monthly magic classes, lunar rituals, and one-on-one mentorship meetups. Navi's great love for tarot spans over 29 years. She offers clairvoyant tarot readings blended with her own unique style of mediumship, in, um, excuse me, informed with past and parallel life readings. She works with the guides, benevolent ancestors, and the higher self to collapse the timelines in order for you to live your best life now. So I want to give a warm welcome to Navier. Hello, Navier. How are you tonight? Aloha, Jess. Congratulations on your beautiful show. I'm so proud of you and delighted to have more of the Rogie Report oh, on my you. plate. Yeah. <laughs> I, I always look forward to your news, but now we get you for an hour. Yeah, so. you get a little bit more so I can I can share a little bit more. This is so exciting. You're a woman of so many talents and I'm just so excited you could join me tonight. And you know, most people know that you're a Mayan's dream spell uh, astrologer. So, can we talk a little bit about that? Yes, we can talk totally. Um I've recently been getting um interested in the actual sky astrology if so versus the tropical astrology which is um what most people are familiar with in the west but i got a um handy dandy star app and i started looking at the sky and seeing what the planets were doing and the constellations and it's different than the tropical astrology so i've been paying more attention to that and today the sun moves into capricorn and it's also a super significant day 
for the Mayan dream spell, which it seems to be a really good synchronistic complement to each other. So having the sun move into Capricorn and in the, in the visible sky and with the Mayan dream spell, today is a red spectral earth day. And I was making some posts on my social media late last night. And I thought to myself, gosh, if I was going to call the sun moving into Capricorn, a Mayan sign, it would be a red spectral earth. It just seemed so synchronistic to me. What does that mean? What is the significance of it moving into Capricorn? I don't know what that means. So Capricorn is one of the cardinal points, one of the cardinal signs, and it's considered cardinal earth. So they're like the season bringers. They usher in the seasons. Um, Cancer, Capricorn, Aries, and Libra are all considered cardinal signs. So they're season bearers or um, that's, that's one way of explaining it. But uh, cardinal is like a, a really strong energy. If you think of like that, they're bringing in a new season, they're shifting. They're like transitional um, change bringers in a way. I mean, I would say, I mean, it does seem like, you know, we had the inauguration today and things are shifting and changing again. So that seems to kind of line up, wouldn't you say? Mm, yeah, I wasn't even tying in the inauguration into all of this, but absolutely. There's there's layers and layers with this stuff. And this is why I love the work I do. I'm always entertained and surprised <laughs> and <laughs> um, just sort of delighted with playing with the magic of the universe with these different systems that I'm interested in. That's amazing. Those are, so do you want to talk about some paranormal? Yeah. Do you want to? Absolutely. Yeah. You know me, I'm a huge paranormal nerd and we have a limited time. So I'm like, let's get moving. Let's get into some of these stories because Navier has these great experiences that she's going to share with us tonight. And let's get cooking. (laughs) Let's get cooking. So the first thing is because you know me, I love UFOs. It's like Jess and UFOs. So Mm -hmm. last month there was a sighting um, and it was recorded and widely reported in Hawaii. It was a large blue object and it was reported to be roughly the size of a telephone pole. And it lasted for so long that the witnesses were able to get in the car and follow it. And multiple people saw it. So I wanted to know, you live out in Hawaii. Have you seen any UAPs or USOs um, out there? Mm-hmm. I have, actually. And I did catch that video that you're talking about. It was on Oahu. And the local police and the airports were involved. So it was very documented and widely witnessed. So just saying. Um my experience, um, I've had a few here, actually. This sometimes I wonder if it's not a hotspot for UFO, UAP, um, USOs here in the islands. I mean, we're so remote out in the Pacific Ocean. It's actually Hawaiian. The Hawaiian islands are the most remote island chain in the world, meaning they're the farthest away from a continent or a 
large landmass. Wendy's two for six dollars lets you mix and match some of our best items, like. Dave Single with a 10-piece crispy nugs, medium strawberry lemonade with a spicy chicken sandwich, spicy chicken with a Dave Single, Dave Single with a strawberry lemonade, strawberry lemonade, strawberry lemonade, if you're into that. Chicken Sam, crispy nugs, crispy nugs, strawberry lemonade, Dave's, Dave's, nugs, nugs, Sam, Sam. Whew. Pick what you want at a price you want. <clears throat> Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's two for six. For a limited time, price and participation may vary. U.S. Wendy's on the card only. Single item at regular price. It's like that. So it's it's actually, you know, pretty much we're out there. And I think if I was an alien race, this is where I would come to play because there's humans, but also a whole lot of ocean surrounding us. So my experiences that I've had um, were witnessed by multiple people as well. It wasn't just me, which I'm grateful because sometimes you wonder, did I just see that? You know, you question yourself. (laughs) Well, sure. And especially a lot of times for me, I'm experiencing things that I'm used to other people not experiencing or seeing, hearing, feeling. So, but this wasn't one of those. This was other people were also experiencing it with me. And I was out in a beach late at night with a lot of other people, a lot of like a huge group of friends got together and music and such. Um, And I was standing on the edge of the water and I was looking at the stars and it was a decent moon, maybe a half moon or so. So it was kind of bright out. Mm -hmm. And I saw that the star looked like it was moving Mm -hmm. and it was about the size of a star. And, you know, white color-ish and a little bit off from like the normal starlight. But sometimes Venus looks different or Mars looks different. So again, not alarming. Um, And then I noticed that it was kind of moving side to side. And then it was getting bigger. And then it would back up again. And I thought, okay, this is, I'm definitely seeing something here. And I turned and looked around me and there was maybe 30 to 40 people also not close to me, but on the same beach area, also mesmerized watching this ball of light get bigger, expanding, contracting, and moving around. And I started to connect with people saying, are you seeing this? Do you see this? Like, I've been standing here um, for 15 minutes watching this. So people started to, to chatter about it. And just as that happened, it got really close. It grew in size came closer to us and then started to go from left to the right and back up and come forward. So it was just dancing around doing its thing. And then all of a sudden it got really close to us. So when I say really close, so if you had waded out into the water, Mm -hmm. it was um, a fairly still um, sea that night. If you had waded out to it where it was hovering over, it probably still wouldn't have been over my head. Okay. So what color, what, what, what color was it? I'm sorry. Did you say, I didn't catch. It, it was white at first. Interesting. But then when it got really like a little off than a star, than a normal star color, but white ish. And then it came really close to the shore and it emitted a blue flash and it actually made a sound or actually I'm not sure if it was a psychic sound now that I'm processing it again, Mm -hmm. it might've just been in my head. Um, 
you know, like a, a psychic audio. Um, but it went over to the jungle further up from where we were. And it shot out a sideways, like laser light of bright, brilliant cobalt blue. Wow. And, and in my head, I heard it go, shh. That's what it sounded like. Like, shh. But I'm not sure now if it was audible or, or in my head psychically. Um, but it illuminated the whole jungle. It's, and there it, were, it lasted a long, this seems like it lasted a long time. The whole thing was probably about an hour. Wow. Mm-hmm. And it illuminated the jungle where people were camping. It was a, like a camp over, a sleepover, you know, camp um, event. And people were sleeping there. And we saw their tents and sleeping bags. And it all was like lit up like daytime. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's, then, no, go on. Yeah. And then it, um, it seemed to like maybe scan that area. Cause the light, the flash of light moved for just a few seconds. Um, and then it completely retracted its light and the big round white ball that was hovering over the ocean and the shallow part of the ocean where we were just backed up really quickly and then was gone. It just like backed up, shrunk in size. And within like two to three seconds, it was wow. out of there. That was it. Yeah. And people were like, like going, whoa, yeah, what was, you know, it was, it was dramatic. No, oh, that's a really, so it seemed to come to you guys from over the water and then it, and, and it went around and then it's, it seemed to scan the area and then it shot off back into mm-hmm. the air. Um, yeah, it was, it stayed level. It's, it wasn't, it didn't go that much higher at first. Mm. Um, I recall it retracting the light and then just like backing up and then disappearing into oblivion quickly. But the people that were standing on the shore with me had friends in that area where it had shot their light and they ran to check on their friends because the first thought we all had was, did someone get taken? Oh, right. Because it looked like that. It looked like here comes this beam and this blue beam and we're going to see what's there. And maybe someone's interesting and we'll take them back with us. That's kind of the vibe, but everyone was accounted for as far as I know. Wow. That is an amazing experience. Typically I hear a lot of, uh, I saw something in the sky, but this, this one seemed to come down and have a lot of witnesses. This is a very interesting case. Mm-hmm. <laughs> This area where it took place is especially haunted. Ooh. It's no, yeah, it's known for being a, a haunted area. And there's been some unexplained things that have happened there. And I'm not sure I would ever camp there again after that experience. I haven't. I'm not sure if I would, but. So is. I know we're going to talk about the paranormal later. Maybe we'll save talking about that spot in the paranormal um, when we get into the second half. But I wanted to talk about um, a little bit about, have you had any, uh, maybe any experiences with any uh, ET beings or extraterrestrials? I have. um, I've had some in the, 
maybe in between sleep and waking mm-hmm. and also in, in the dream time. Um, I have had, so it's sort of like a joint abduction experience with my mom. Is that the sort of thing that you're talking about? Yeah, let's, let's talk about it. Let's get into that. Tell me about it. Well, I had a dream. I was, you know, in my own room. And so I was in like my late teens, early 20s, I guess. And I was living home with my family after living away. So I was still kind of new back in my old room, kind of that transitional time. And okay, so I think I was 22. And I had had this dream that I was looking onto a countertop that was really high. It was maybe six feet tall, the countertop. So in my dream, I'm thinking, who is this made for? Why is everything so tall? You know, so I'm having that dialogue with myself. And everything was a really strange metal. And the metal that the countertops were made of seemed to be intelligent. Like I could kind of communicate with it or get a sense of intelligence. I can't explain it, but it felt like there was a consciousness there. And I was trying to see what was going on on this countertop. And I was on my tippy toes trying to look up and see it. And I knew there was like a pan, like a cooking pan. I could see the handle of it, but I couldn't see. And I'm looking and I'm thinking to myself, what's in the pan? What's in the pan? And then I heard this voice behind me, a very androgynous kind of creepy voice. And it said, eggs. And when it said that, it scared the bejesus out of me because it felt like someone was listening to my thoughts, you know, and I'm semi-lucid in this dream and quote dream. Next thing I know, it picks me up by my waist and I'm up in the air. And I like my, my point of view completely changed. Now I'm like really high up and it turned me around and I could feel its hands on my waist holding me. And it felt very um, like creature-like, I guess is the best way to explain it. It didn't feel like human hands holding me. Um, Creepy. So so creepy. Picks me up, spins me around. I'm up in the air and now I'm facing a different angle. And what I'm facing is this like seemingly endless glass wall. And as far as I can see, this wall is extending. And it's separating where I am and this being to a, like a lawn, a grassy um, yard looking place. And what I'm seeing that's standing on this yard is dozens and dozens of those gray, <gasps> what you typically see, like Whitley Strieber type. Yeah, the, tip, the typical gray with the big eyes. A big head, small mouth, small nose, smallish bodies, right? Yeah. And all wearing the same sort of, you know, innocuous gray, sort of a little bit darker than their skin, um, sort of jumpsuit. Yeah, they always always wear jumpsuits. Jumpsuits must be the thing in the future. Probably probably super comfy. Maybe. I don't know. Because like aliens (laughs) are always in jumpsuits. What What is going on with the jumpsuits? Um. And it's funny because I'm, I'm actually wearing a gray jumpsuit right now. Oh, there you That's go. like a, a soft, cozy one. But um, yeah, so they're all lined up and very orderly, 
expressionless, um, you know, hundreds of them probably as far as I could see. And this being is holding me up to the glass, presenting me to them. It felt very much like, behold, here is, you know, and I'm up in the air dangling, watching them look at me being displayed. It was so alarming and disturbing. Um, I wasn't even Catholic at the time. I had been raised Roman Catholic, but was like firmly into paganism and witchcraft by then. Um, But I started yelling the Hail Mary in my dream. Yeah. Screaming it. Like calling on the divine mother to save me from this horror. (laughs) And I woke up in a cold sweat. Oh my God. Like fully jolted awake, sat up in my bed. Um, My TV was on. I thought I had turned it off. Um, it weird, like um, just disturbance of like sparkling energy in the room. It felt very crackly. Um, and I had to go to the bathroom. It's so bad. I had to like go, you know, and I went out to my hallway to use the restroom. And my mom had just walked in the bathroom and closed the door. It's like three in the morning. So I'm in the hallway, like waiting for her to come out. And I scared her when she came out of it. She's like, what are you doing out here? And I said, I have to use the restroom too. And she said, oh, I woke up. I just had to pee so bad. I said, me too. Ooh. And I said, that's weird. I said, why are you awake? And she said, well, I had the strangest dream. And I said, tell me about your dream. Now, my mom was not woo. Yeah. She, she was sensitive and psychic and all the women in our family were like that, but it was more of like a cultural sort of thing. Mm. And my grandmother and I were more witchy. My mom was just sort of like, she had experiences like this one, but, and she would communicate with the dead in her dreams, but it wasn't like a waking state kind of thing. So she didn't read about aliens. She wasn't interested in sci-fi, none of that. So I said, tell me about your dream. And she says, well, I was on this elevator and there were people with me, but I couldn't see them. I could hear them though. And it was all metal and glass. And we were, okay. We were going we're up close to, to break Navi. So we just, have yeah. To... Do you want me to finish or do you want me to pause? And then we could come back. Yeah. I think we'll come, we'll come back to the break and then um, we can, uh, we'll return with Navi and we're going to finish the story here with, um, the shared dream with your mother, which this is very interesting. I can't wait to hear more. presents adjusting to the suburbs i never thought i'd care about gardening until i bought a house in the suburbs but now i find myself in conversations about liquid fertilizer and i wonder am i the fertilizer guy now (laughs) no no way everyone knows the ratio between phosphorus and nitrogen right yeah i'm still totally cool 
Anyway, when you save with Progressive by bundling your home and auto, that's the easy part of adjusting to the suburbs. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company coverage provided in service by affiliates and third-party insurers. Wendy's 2 for $6 lets you mix and match some of our best items, like... Dave Single with a 10-piece crispy nugs. Medium strawberry lemonade with a spicy chicken sandwich. Spicy chicken with a Dave Single. Dave Single with a strawberry lemonade. Strawberry lemonade. Strawberry lemonade. If you're into that. Chicken Sam, crispy nugs. Crispy nugs, strawberry lemonade. Dave's, Dave's, nugs, nugs, Sam, Sam. Whew. Pick what you want at a price you want. <clears throat> Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's two for six. For a limited time, price and participation may vary. U.S. Wendy's on the card only. Single item at regular price. FM. I'm Ron Burgundy? Who typed a question mark on the teleprompter? For the last time, anything you put on that prompter, Burgundy will read. Most news people are just talking heads reading off a teleprompter like Ron Burgundy, but not here on the Rogue Report News on the Fringe FM. I spend my time scouring the internet for the latest and greatest in the news just for you. Remember to check out the Rogie Report News here on the Fringe FM. Hi, folks. These uncertain times can cause uncertain gut slowdown. Worry and fear can wreak havoc on our digestion, making it hard to feel optimum. Bloating, less energy, and occasional constipation can slow you down in your daily activity. Try Life Change Tea at GetTheTea.com. Life Change Tea can help get things moving so you can get that boost of energy you need. Life Change Tea helps protect and defend your health from intruders. It's a weird time right now with all the uncertainty, so gear up and defend your health. Where do you go to purchase? Log on to GetTheTea.com. That's GetTheTea.com. The specials are on the front page, and we have numerous supplements to help combat intruders. It's time to take charge of our health and to feel better in life. It's time to live. Again, GetTheTea.com. That's GetTheTea.com. Get the tea.com. It is so worth it. Get the tea, Tired of going out and having fun on Friday nights? Perfect. Because that's when our show, Shift Happens, airs live every Friday night at 7 p.m. Pacific. That's 9 p.m. Central, right here on the Fringe FM. Get there while you can status. Want more of The Fringe? Check out thefringe.fm for more information on your favorite shows. Also, don't forget to check out The Fringe mobile app or the other ways you can tune in through the Paranormal Radio app and talk stream live. Where the normal and paranormal collide, it's The Fringe FM.
Welcome back. I'm here with Navier Alora. You're listening to the Rogi Report on the Fringe FM. And right before our break, Navier was sharing a story of a shared dream her and her mother had. So can we get back into that? You guys were in the hallway mm-hmm. and you were both about to use the restroom at like 3 a.m. in the morning. So yeah, take us was- back. Sure. So I had had this really strange and vivid dream, woke up having to use the restroom, went out into the hallway and saw that my mom had just closed the bathroom door and she also was on her way to use the restroom. And when she came out, I stopped her and scared the bejesus out of her. And I said, "Um, why, you know, what are you doing awake? And she said, what are you doing awake? And I'd had this dream and so did I. And she told me she woke up with the urge to go to the bathroom and I said, tell me about your dream. And she said, oh, it was so weird. And she said, I was on an elevator and we were going really high up and it was this weird glass and metal. And I said, were you alone in the elevator? And she said, I wasn't alone. I could hear people. I could hear someone talking with me, but I couldn't see them. So that was also something I was experiencing. I had the like tons of glass and I had the weird metal also. Um, I think that's all that she shared. She didn't really say too much more about it, but just that she had the sensation of being really high up this weird metal that was like something she had never seen before and all the glass and the, you know, company that was talking, but not seen. Um, Yeah. And then right after that, like, and probably until she passed away, she would share with me experiences at night that she would have with different beings. So would these occur during like sleep paralysis? For my mom? Yeah. Sometimes. And then sometimes, no, she would tell me different experiences. And so, so she was not into sci-fi, right? Mm-hmm. But she's having these experiences and she was reluctant to tell anyone about them. But because I told her about my dream that same night, um, she was more open to talking to me about it. And she knew I was into, you know, witchcraft and different things. So she knew I was open to the occult and paranormal, but she had some fear around talking about it. And some nights she would say that she would be laying there trying to fall asleep. So not quite there yet. And beings would show up on the side of her bed. And um, again, with the overalls, she wouldn't say jumpsuit, but they had overalls specifically, she said. And they would, they were little. Them and their overalls. I don't know what's going on with that. It's like, it's not cute, but maybe comfortable, (laughs) functional. Um, but they would touch her with a blue light. The blue light again. Remember earlier you were saying that craft emitted a blue laser-like light. Mm-hmm. And so did that's what the Oahu. Um, yes. Also blue light. But she said when they touched her with the blue light, oftentimes she would leave her body, and she would tell me that she saw herself like floating up out of her body, and she would look at herself sleeping on the bed and she would she said she doesn't know how but she would go through the roof go through the ceiling you know and be out and um sometimes she said she would 
not remember after that. And sometimes she said she would remember going to a room that was full of our dead relatives. What? Mm -hmm. And so that was linked this sort of maybe alien, maybe interdimensional. I'm not sure what they were, were linked to her having these sort of, you know, mediumship experiences with, with dead ancestors so was she, but she was able to connect with the ancestors um, when she was on the ship there, right? I don't, she wouldn't say she was on a ship. Or she I'm sorry, was, I assumed it was a ship. That's just me being a UFO. <laughs> I don't know. She, she never specifically said a ship. Um, the way she described it, it would sound like, sound like a room. A room, she interesting. Would, she would meet people in a room and she would come back with messages for her, um, relatives yeah so, no and that's 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 interesting because there's a story from um from a gaucho in south america where he has an, an experience with an et and um also like tied with that experience he's able to visit with his grandfather who had passed away years ago so that's mm. another so that 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 reminded me of this uh of what you're saying is that there's something related there you know what i mean yeah, absolutely. I don't know what it is, um, but there it's like that liminal in-between space. Maybe when we leave our physical body and we're in those astral or dream realms, whatever different realms that we travel through, um, there's a way to access everything else. Yes. And, you know, speaking of like astral, astral realms and the other realms... Have you had an experience, you've had an experience in the astral realm before, I guess, is that, would that be the correct terminology for it? Is that like in the dream state? I feel like there's a map that I don't know exactly what everything is called. Yes. It's like a personal map for myself. And I feel like the, the dream realm has different levels to it. Yes. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure if that's if it's the same map as everyone else uses, but I have experienced sort of like interdimensional beings in that, um, you know, lucid slash almost lucid dreams, dream state, dream realm. For sure. Do you want to share that story? I can. Yes. Can you? I love yes. the story. Not to spoil anything. <laughs> um, so a little bit of a background Um, I was living alone in a cute little cottage and my grandmother had just passed away. So I was bedside for like the better part of a month with her. So you can imagine my energy field was just full of grief and really depleted. And I came back to where I was living after um, that experience, just really worn out and, and overwhelmed with everything. And this is when I had that experience that we're going to talk about. And I was laying in my bed. My cat was with me. And as I was sleeping, quote unquote, I'm suddenly lucid. And there was a tall being to my left. And it is what people call it mantid, that um, praying mantis looking uh, head face. But uh, humanoid standing upright, like human body. Did, um, it 
Did he have a jumpsuit on? I'm you sorry. Know, I just had I, to. I, I don't I don't remember exactly what it had on. I feel like it was white though, like a white coat. Interesting. I feel like it was like a doctor's lab coat. Scientist's Ooh. lab coat. That's that's what I recall. It's foggy though. Um, but it had a white like surgical mask. Light blue or white. Like we like people wear today. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. It had a mask on. And when I came into lucidity and noticed it, um, the first thing that I remember feeling is my, my heart energy, like all around my chest was like cracked wide open with love. I had um, this experience of seeing like pink light around myself. Oh, And I don't know if it was coming from my heart or if it was put around me and I was experiencing it through my heart. Um, but I felt a lot of love and a lot of like warmth at that time. And then, um, and I'm looking at this, this mantid creature, which um, I turn to it and I say to it, um, are you my mother? <laughs> <laughs> which is, I think the weirdest thing. That but I it was, said that. it's like the first thing that came to mind, huh? I just, without even thinking, that's what I said. Are you my mother? And it was this like, I don't know, almost like a homecoming, a feeling of waiting for it to tell me something, or I don't know. It was, I had so much love going on. I was like love beamed. Aww. And I said, I know. And I said, you wanted to you? hug him. <laughs> I was laying on this bed but it felt hard. It, oh. I was technically sleeping on my bed at the time, but in this half awake state, um, it, the bed felt like a slab, like a table, honestly. Um, so I, I say to it, are you my mother with all this love and openness and <laughs> behind its mask, it says, no, you are our food. Yeah. And when it said that, it jolted me out of that pink love beam. And I started to like freak out. I tried to like get up. I tried to run. I was like, you know, (laughs) that's what I felt like. And like woke up my woke myself up out of this experience. And one of the creepier things is that just like the light in the room was the same as the light in this dream where it was standing, you know, everything was just like a mirror image or copy of my 3d place. But now it's in this liminal dream time. Um, And then this is where the synchronicity comes in. Um, I had a friend who I met on a dating site. I I was single at the time and we didn't really have a chemistry for, you know, being romantic, but we found each other with all these different similar, you know, he's into shamanism. So am I, he's into herbalism. So am I all this stuff. So we had so much to talk about and we were psychically linked and he messaged me and he said, Hey, are you okay? And I said, Oh my gosh, I just woke up from this horrific dream. He goes, I'm going to call you. 
And I told him what it was. And he said, Navier, he said, that's an archon. And he gave me different, different prayers and wards and things. He's like, you need to read the Nag Hammadi Dead Sea Scrolls. They talk about this. The the Gnostics knew that, you know, so yeah, very strange. And then I started researching mantids and like, oh my God, they're everywhere. People are, this is a thing. I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, it's a huge thing. A lot of people do see mantids. Um, and oftentimes they're seen with uh, grays or gray-like beings. Um, nobody knows why, but sometimes that that's really common to see them together. And when you saw him or this being, and I asked you, I think when we spoke earlier about it, how it's they're quite large, and so it was quite menacing, right? It was definitely taller than the top of the of the door frame. So it wasn't that tall of a ceiling though. So under seven feet. Still, that's a big mantis. It was tall. It was taller than a, than a person, but then again, it wasn't crouching down or anything. I don't know. Like it feels kind of Alice in Wonderlandy, how a lot of things didn't make sense if you translate it into a 3d realm. Yes. But he did feel a lot taller than, the ceiling height even. Wow. So had you had any experiences after doing the research um, and knowing more about what the archons and the uh, mantids are that you had any other experiences or after doing all that, it, it cleared it. I never experienced a mantid again. And I hope I never do. Thank God. It was, yeah, it, it haunted me for a while and I have nothing against praying mantises in the earth realm but i when i see them i think hmm <laughs> you know what are you really about i don't know so speaking about these beings so you've had some experiences as well with shadow people do you have one you want to share with me yeah oh my gosh i've had a lot of experiences with shadow people and it seems like I'm almost tuned to their frequency for a time mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or the veil is thin. And it's like a, a, a number of experiences in a row. I, and then there'll be like, you know, a year or two where I don't see anything. And then it's like, here they come six, seven times in a, in a month. Or I've seen a few, even um, like a few in a day or night. So it's, I'm not sure what's what's the parallel there or what the details are that allows them to be seen or experienced. Sometimes I wonder if we're not shadow people for other beings on a different dimension or a different realm or a parallel world. Um, I do parallel life readings now because of my experiences um, that connect in with the shadow people and other the Akashic records that I do. Um, I realized it wasn't a past life, but mm-hmm. a parallel one. Oh, so now I'm not sure of a lot of things because I can't explain it. It just feels like, okay, just go with it. Don't edit. Just tell people that you're reading what you see. And it always makes sense to them. But I feel, I feel like a crazy person <laughs> when, I'm, when I'm telling them, cause I'm thinking this sounds bonkers, but then they're like, no, I totally get that. I, I know what you're talking about because they're experiencing it in their dream time or in their, you know, waking knowings. 
Um, but yeah, there was a, a period of time when I was seeing a lot of shadow people and I went camping once and I was with friends, but I camped alone in my own tent. And um, I had been around the sacred bonfire all night, drumming and dancing, et cetera. And I had to take myself to bed, but you have so much energy from, you know, the ritual and dancing and everything that you're just sort of laying on your sleeping bag wide awake for a while, you know? And it seemed like as soon as I got in my tent and I laid down, two shadow people strolled across the front of my tent outside. And we had tiki torches going in the camp. So it wasn't dark. There was, you know, like a shadow being created, but these were not physical beings. They were just a, a the darkest outline of a person. Um, like the, the shadow is like opaque. That's how I, I always know it's a shadow person and not just a shadow instantly. Cause it's, it's like, a, mm, there's a, a sentience in the shadow. Um, but yeah, one of them had like a, a cowboy kind of hat on. Oh, cool. And another one um, just was like, I could see like a, like a short cropped hair and they stood in front of my tent. They didn't leave. And I, I just stayed in my tent. I just laid there for as long as I could stay awake and they moved around a little bit. They would turn and face each other a few times Um and they would take a few steps one way or another, but they didn't talk and I could feel their presence. And I didn't know if they were guarding me mm. or I don't know what the, they felt um, neutral. Yeah. That's what I was going to ask you. Did you feel anything like, but if it feels neutral, so it just felt like if, as if like a regular person was there. No, there's a supernatural quality to it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And it's like, you know, the hair on the back of your neck stands up and you're, you're unsure of what's all going on. Something is, you know, witchy, (laughs) something, (laughs) something woo is afoot. Um, But I mean, I didn't feel like I was in danger. I didn't feel evil. I didn't feel fear, but I did feel like the electrical charge around it and the psychic woo charge around it. It, it felt like I'm in the presence of something supernatural. Yes. And I kept thinking someone's going to come back to camp. When are they coming back to camp? You know, <laughs> you're like, so were you all alone when this happened? I was completely alone. I was alone in my tent and there was no one at the camp. They were all at the bonfire still. Yeah. It was, yeah. um, it was like hackle raising. I'll put it that way. Yeah. But so I've, yeah. No, I was going to say, so how long did this experience happen? Like how long did it last for? They stood there for hours. Hours. Jesus. Hours. They didn't move much. They kind of just stood right around the front of my tent and, and I could still see them in my mind's eye standing there. Um, a part of me, wanted to like talk to them did you and, try or no mm-mm. i i just kept when i would think like maybe i should say something to them 
And then I thought to myself, don't engage. They yeah, don't engage. Maybe don't engage. No, I think I would have done the same thing. Don't engage. Don't engage. I would have probably uh, been there with my little blanket, just waiting for them to leave. That's what I did. I just sort of went into like a fetal position on my sleeping bag and kept, you know, one eye open watching them as long as I could. I was tired, but kind of energetically amped. And then uh, eventually did fall asleep. Wow. And then they were just gone in the morning. They were gone in the morning. And I asked the folks I camped with and no one saw anything. Um, yeah. But that was the first time I had seen two together. Oh, that is interesting. And then two, like one had a, a cowboy hat, one had a crew cut. So that means you were able to at least like make that. That's how solid their shadows were. So dark, black, solid. And that's how I usually experience them. It's that. It looks like a silhouette that someone made out of paper almost. Wow. Interesting. This is so cool, but we're going to have to get ready to wrap it up here. Navier, can you, can you tell people where they can find you? Yeah. So I found something called Linktree, which is, I call it one link to rule them all. And it has (laughs) all of my, right. It has all of my different, social media and portals and different readings that you can just click right there and get to all those different um, offerings. And it's L I N K T R dot E E backslash a wandering witch. Awesome. Yeah. And And then on social media mm -hmm. and it has links to my social media too, but I am on Instagram and Facebook Facebook is a wandering witch business page. I'm there. And then Instagram, you have to put double underscores, um, a double underscore wandering double underscore witch to find me there. I also have a wandering witch podcast. Yes. Instagram. Yes. I'm doing this podcast and it's on Spotify and other places. And I just kicked off season two with Nish. Yeah. um, It's been a great love and really fun to explore this and especially because I'm off-grid in the jungle so it's amazing that you do all this off-grid I have to say it's it's been a um you know a work in progress but it's been really fun and I'm enjoying it and I'm also doing something called the last chance moon oracle show with Yogi Chander on YouTube and um that's going to be every month we're going to cover different oracles and yeah, discuss different divination systems. And that's on his YouTube channel, Yogi Chander, C-H-A-N-D-E-R. And yeah, so I offer um, galactic activation sessions, Mayan dream spell, astrology, um, charts and relationship readings and things like that. And it's all on my website, awanderingwitch.com. And I post a lot on social media. So trying to... um, link the circles and connect with folks, especially in this really strange time. Exactly. Thank you so much for joining us tonight, Navier and don't and stay tuned. Next is the Michael strange show. Thanks for joining us guys. I really, really love you all.
This week at Macy's, find your new favorite jeans with 40% off Levi's looks for him and her just in time for spring. Or use your coupon or Macy's card and take an extra 15% off handbags and wallets already 40 to 50% off. And take an extra 10% off great furniture and mattress deals too. Plus, Star Rewards members earn rewards even faster during Macy's Star Money bonus days. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. If you're looking to move out of your parents' place, you could really cut expenses by bundling your car and renter's insurance with Progressive, which is good because your little brother has gotten really territorial. You're blood-related. You'd think it would be fine to share food in the fridge. I mean, who writes their name on every individually wrapped slice of cheese, Tyler? Still, you've got to admire the commitment. So bundle your renter's and car insurance with Progressive and use the savings to help you move out and have all the cheese you want. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company coverage provided in service by affiliates and third-party insurers.